Listen, if you're not a sensitive soul and not easily offended, and well, obviously you can't be because you're listening to This Is True Really News. If you don't wake up looking to be angry about something. <laughs> oh, no, even I do that. Um, this is political commentary. Let, no, it's the way people are these days. Yeah, well, it's true. Also. If you're normal like we're normal, <laughs> wow. and, you're not in a home, and you're not in a home and have access to a computer, like, subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News at Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Podcast Addict. And please, please ask your friends or fellow inmates to do the same. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Scott? So this guy in Sri Lanka is having a well dug on his property when the workmen alert him to some gemstones being unearthed. As you well know, Sri Lanka is known as the sapphire capital of the world, so this is big news for him. As the dig progressed, they kept coming across more sapphires until they found one stone that turned out to be what, or turned out what seems to be the largest sapphire cluster ever found. Lousers. Stone was probably formed 400 million years ago, weighs 510 kilograms, about 1,100 pounds, a little more than that. Oh. And it's worth about 72 million pounds. That's nearly 100 million bucks. U.S. I'll take the 72 million. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> In pounds. Thank you. Um, um, and because it was dug on his property, the guy gets to keep it. The good news is he's in that business. Good for him, uncle. So he's going to he's going to do well. The stone has been carefully locked away where no one else can get to it. And there will be an auction. Oh, you know, Jason Statham is making a movie now about getting to it, right? Yeah, I'm, he's got to be. Anyway. I just, I want to know who the uh, people were who were digging the well. I want them to dig one for me. Uh, they can dig two or three for me. Just find one. <laughs> and then resod, would you? Because I, I have no, <laughs> I have absolutely no lawn left this year. <laughs> Practicing golf shots is like hitting off of a tarmac. Oh, yeah. The Guardian. Oh, it must be in Cleveland. No, this is UK. Oh. I'm fair certain. The Apus reported on July 19th about, about a phenomenon. Hmm? The hell is wrong with you? Star-Lords? Yes, I think so. Reported on July. That would be a Guardian. Yeah, it would. Or who's the girl in, in the green? Oh, her. That I loved in Columbiana. <laughs> anyway, she's very tiny. Yes, she is. And frightened me a lot in Columbiana. Where was I now? Oh, yeah. We haven't got past the Guardian yet. Yeah, exactly. I still think Cleveland should have been called the mistakes. He's referring the mistakes? To he's, folks, he's recurring, referring to the baseball team. Oh, they all know. Cleveland, U.S., who it's changed woke... their name from Dude, the Cleveland it's... Indians to the Guardians. It's a global community. <laughs> Not everybody knows everything about the goings on inside the U.S. borders. They're not as stupid as we are. Let's hope not. Of course, why would they be listening then? <laughs> to feel superior? So anyway, the Guardian, used to be Indian, reported about a phenomenon among American preschoolers called the PEPA effect. The hypothesis is as follows. Children who watched a lot of Peppa Pig 
during the pandemic lockdown have now developed British accents. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Hello, yeah. mommy. Hello, daddy. That's it. Exactly. They're using British terms now like mommy. Yep. Give it a go. <laughs> and satnav. Are they using any of the insults? I'm guessing they must say mobile for cells. Exactly. And sort for any number of things. <laughs> we'll sort it out. Wall Street Journal reporter Preetka Rana tweeted that her niece had an American accent before the pandemic, and now she has a posh English accent. Oh, she's one of the toffee noses uh, from down south. Like, well, hey, dude, if you hmm. are going to have an English accent from watching Peppa the Pig, yeah. it's going to be pretty posh. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've never watched that. it. I've only heard seen clips. Yeah. But this is not Cockney. This is not Liverpoolian. I was going to... Scouse. Liver Labradorian. Liverpoodlian. That was it. One responder agreed. And for Christmas, I had to put out a freaking mince pie for Father Christmas. <laughs> or as we call him here in the States, Santa Claus. Oh. Is Father Christmas mince, coming tonight, mummy? Mince pie for Father Christmas. Oh. They start calling like their friends. By. They start calling their friends mates. Get them help. Fine by me. Get them help. Yeah. <laughs> if they're trying to sort you out, you need help. <laughs> uh, well, let's just stay in Great Britain, shall we? Why not? On June sixth, Liverpool police were alerted to a van oh, driving. More Liverpoolians. Yes, and indeed it was Liverpudlian. Whatever. And, I'm from Liverpool. Uh, it just doesn't work. No, you're a Liverpoolian. Okay. If you're from Liverpool. <laughs> An officer noticed a white van squeezing. Patrick through. will never talk to me ever again. <laughs> you only hope. An officer noticed a white van squeezing between lanes and running a red light. Also, there were sparks shooting out of the vehicle or out from under the vehicle. The officer gave chase with lights on. Yes, Tony. The one, Yes, with the shirt. I watch television. Yeah. I have seen BBC shows on, like, British cops and things. Yeah, I watch a lot of those. How the hell do you squeeze between lanes? There's barely enough lanes for two vehicles. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where was this. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. That's a pretty big city. They might have had a spot. One. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. the officer gave chase with his lights on, but the driver continued to speed away, running 10 more red lights in the process. Chase speeds exceeded 70 miles an hour at times with sparks flying off one of the victim's rims. It seems the vehicle had lost one tire sometime before the police spotted him. Other parts of the van simply fell off onto the road. He's trying to <laughs> squeeze. Chase progressed. <laughs> when finally cornered, the driver rammed the police cars. Well, they finally snaffled up Jack Lofthouse, who tested positive for alcohol, cocaine, and cannabis. Uh, he was trying to take the edge off the other two with a little weed. Plus, he was uninsured and wasn't getting his license to drive back until October. Of course. Upon arrival at the police station, Jack agreed to give a blood sample, but changed his mind saying, I'll just fail anyway. Okay. In that vein... 53-year-old Robert Perez was pulled over in Iowa City, Iowa, 
for erratically driving a stolen Kawasaki motorcycle, according to the smoking gun story. Okay. He told the police he had borrowed the bike from a fellow meth user, but no, he couldn't remember the name or address of that friend because they're, I mean, they're best buds. Yeah. And you always you forget know, your best friend's whereabouts. Old, what's his name? He lives, you know, over there. Always liked uh, him. Oh, Phil. Perez admitted that he had injected meth five hours earlier. While in police custody, he was caught Googling how long meth stays in your system after initial consumption. Too long, kid. Uh, investigators obtained a... <clears throat> investigate. <sighs> investigators obtained a blood sample from him sent it to the crime lab. He has been booked on theft, DUI, and driving with a suspended license. I oh, suspect boy. while he's in Iowa City, his brother was in Liverpool. <laughs> Birds of a feather. I'm guessing twins. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.